Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello and welcome to brand new season of the Radical Broccoli podcast. We are super excited and we have seven amazing episodes that we cannot wait to share with you all. And we just know that in one way or another our stories and the topics that we're chosen are going to resonate with you. So First, I want to give a little introduction of ourselves because it might be the first time you're listening and you're so welcomed in this space. Super happy to have you here. So my name is Annette. I am one uh, half of Radical Broccoli, a platform where we talk about eco-friendly lifestyle, empowering yourself and just living a fabulous life inside out and really really taking care of animals people around us while at the same time never ever disrespecting ourselves yeah (laughs) amazing introduction and here we have Suzanne Susanne I don't know how to say your name in English because I always call you Susie like I never say your full name no you don't and when you do it scares me a little bit because I know I'm in trouble (laughs) but yes I am Suzanne I am the younger sister You didn't say that we were sisters, but we are. And I think you would have guessed it if you come from our social media platforms and have seen images of us. But um, yeah, I'm so happy for this new season. And I'm super excited about this topic of today. And just, yeah, we were talking about um, our dreams and wanted to make a whole podcast about them. Basically, mm. So this whole season is going to revolve around our new book, Radical Courage, which is out in everywhere you can buy ebooks. It's on Amazon, on Apple Books, and it's in our web shop, radicalbroccoli.com. On Google Books and also in the Norwegian site, airbook.no. And we just released it. Mm-hmm. Super excited and can't wait to hear what you think and if it resonates and everything. So please, if you read it, send us questions, send us feedback. We would love to hear what you want to hear, want us to talk more about. Mm. We already got some feedback. Yes. Which was amazing. One of our good friends read the whole book in one, um, one piece <laughs> and she had highlighted her notes and she had some comments and questions and that's the kind of thing that just makes me so happy to see yeah absolutely and she already said that it helped her so that's that's our goal that's Mm. our only goal is to 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 share what we've experienced and everything that we've learned in every single challenging time every time we've been fearful we were doubting ourselves putting ourselves down making ourselves small we've always powered through it I would say we've learned through it grown through it and on the other side (laughs) on the other side coming out of something challenging makes you feel so freaking strong and that's what the book basically is all about with all our very specific examples from from life from relationships from 
relationships with money, with each other, fighting, family, issues, work relationships, starting your own company and reaching for your dreams. Mm, yes, you said it. And dreams is the topic of this episode. Yeah. It is also the first chapter in the book. Yes. So let's start out. What is a dream for you? A dream for me? Well, dreams are two things for me, I would say. One thing is the dreams that I have at night. And I have very vivid uh, dreams. And I actually note them down every morning and try to look for clues, try to figure out if there are any tips for me in there, any hints, what I need to to look at in life. And secondly, dreams are, I would say my dream is kind of the vision that I have for my life, what I want to reach for and what I envision that I could actually do. Um, whether that be in business or in my personal life. And uh, yeah, I mean, things that I dream of doing, creating, manifesting. Mm. Have you always been a dreamer? Did you allow yourself, like, did you have dreams when you were a kid? Yeah. Teenager? I feel like I've always been a dreamer, but I've also been very realistic and logical, especially during my... I would say late teenage years and the the beginning of my um, studies throughout my studies and the beginning of my professional career when I was going into consultant consultancy. Um, I've been the person who could just daydream and just like sit in class and just dream of some complete other world. At the same time, I tried to like snap out of it and be super focused and just do what I was doing. But uh, I love, 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 love putting my dreams into a Pinterest board because then I feel like they become one step closer to becoming a reality. And over the past years, I've learned so much about meditation, manifestation, focus and the whole quantum field. And actually that every single thing that we create in the quantum field will have to manifest in a physical world. Okay, I think we need to break this down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but tell us about you and dreams. What's your what's the thing that pops up when someone says what a dream? Yeah. I remember that dreams for me used to feel almost a little bit illegal because I would have dreams of my life that were almost felt too good to be true and I didn't want to be disappointed. <laughs> mm. But then I learned that we have these dreams, these desires, it, they come from our soul. Yeah. It's not wrong. They're meant for us. And it's so fascinating to see how each and every one of us have so different dreams. Yeah. And that is not a coincidence because we're all here to do different things and to reach for different things. But just really tapping into my desires. And then again, I don't know when a desire becomes a dream, but <laughs> um, that is really important. And then uh, I also feel like it takes, you know, intuition, introspection to really know, uh, like, is it my voice? Is it someone else's voice? Mm. Um, yeah, it's super interesting and extremely important that we actually allow ourselves to dream, I think. Yes, definitely. 
Have you ever had a moment where you felt like, oh my God, this is just what I dreamed of? Yes, I have actually. And that's such a wild thing to say. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently moved to Portugal, where we're both based now. And in my everyday life, I just have so many moments where I just feel like, pinch me. Is this my life right now? Yeah. And it's so small things, just being able to have lunch at the beach or uh, have a road trip and see the sunset. And it's all these small little things that just make me so happy Mm -hmm. that I've always had a dream of my life being like that. Yeah, (laughs) I fully agree. Now it's coming true. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about the quantum field. That's a Mm. big topic. That is a big topic. Um, Yeah, what did you want to... What is it? Well, there are different definitions, I guess. And But for me, the quantum field is the field of all possibilities, the energy of the whole, not even the universe, but all the different universes that exist. It's the field where everything is created and we exist in that universe, all of us. And I don't know if... If everyone is aware of how incredibly powerful and huge and expanded and limitless we actually could be. And I haven't been until pretty recently, I would say, when I discovered, for example, Joe Dispenza. And I started working with um, a woman called Billy, who is a co-creator. And she started explaining me about the quantum field and how we create everything in our thoughts and our feelings first. And then they will actually come to life. And this is no joke. I mean, this, you can, you can Google it. There are lots of movies about it, lots of articles, podcasts specifically. And it's one of the things that actually gave me back trust in my life. How so? I used to be so anxious. I used to actually suffer from anxiety so much that I couldn't even work. I couldn't function. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even drive a car. Because I had no trust in life. I was so afraid of everything. I was afraid of crashing the car, of the airplane crashing, of uh, things going horribly wrong, of me being sick. I had lots of um, anxiety around diseases until I managed to flip the switch in my brain um, where I actually understood that I create it all. I can create, okay, if I'm afraid of getting all these diseases, of doing this crash, of doing this and that, that's my visualization of my life and it will actually manifest. And it's pretty crazy. But then again, so common because we do it all the time. And um, yeah, that's pretty wild. And I feel like we have to have a whole episode on how to get from a state of being so paralyzed by anxiety to now really have such a deep trust in life. Yeah, it's actually the complete opposite feeling. And it's so crazy to think that that was me at one point. I remember it because we were living in the same place (laughs) where I live now. And that was a different person. And what I feel like is um, that I just had created so many things, so many fears, so many different personalities, characters in myself that I was so far from who I actually was as a soul and what I was dreaming about. And then I had to take off all those layers again. And then I came back to who 
who was under there, which was me all the time. <laughs> and just a, a lot happier version and more simple version, uh, version that trusts in life and actually allows herself to be happy. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about dreams and radical broccoli. Yes. So radical bro- broccoli was most definitely born out of a dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. Um, so radical broccoli, for those of you who don't know us, is our company and it's a social media platform. And it's really based on the values of taking care of yourself in order to keep take better care of the planet and it's really just our our dream is to just empower people to feel more like themselves like they can dream of having anything they want but also that we coexist so much better with nature with animals with the planet than we do right now mm-hmm. and i feel like when we feel amazing we will automatically just choose the best things yeah it does not feel amazing to throw trash on the beach. It just, no. it, I mean, the things that or, don't resonate, they will automatically fall away. Yeah, definitely. Or to just be aware of animal cruelty that's going on. I don't think it's possible to be aware of it and to be conscious and to actually feel something about it and to act opposite. Mm. So that's that's where we came from. We came from a place of dreaming that the world would be better, that humans would behave better and feel better in in the opposite order, actually feel better first in order to behave better. And we needed to start with ourselves. Yes. And we really quite, like we did ask, you did ask me, okay, but what would you do if you had no fear? Yeah. And that is, I will never forget that moment because how often do you actually ask yourself that? Yeah. You know, what happens if you remove all of your fears? Yeah. And um, I remember thinking, oh, I just want to create this place where I can talk about everything I love and I want to share and just want to um, connect with people. And And back then it felt almost illegal what I was dreaming because... No, I was 24 and I should probably get a real job. And I had invested in higher education. It wasn't for me. I couldn't do that. You know, you couldn't have so much fun. I remember. Yeah. You, weren't, you were supposed to be serious because you had a serious education. Yes. <laughs> and you had spent four years getting that shit done. Yes. And so my dreams felt illegal. It yeah. felt like um, it was too good to be true. And that I needed permission to go after my dreams. Yeah. From whom? I don't know. I guess I was waiting from, for permission, maybe from my mom and dad at the time. And just maybe, maybe my friends. Like, it was never from me. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot about people around me. And um, looking back, I just really, really wish, I wish I knew sooner that our dreams are our souls guiding us in a direction that yeah. we're supposed to go. And that's a beautiful thing. That's why we're here. And you never know how you are going to discover your purpose. But if you shut down that voice, hmm. it's it does actually create some sort of dis-ease in the body. Yeah. I got depressed. 
like yeah. really, really depressed because I pressed down these emotions and these dreams and didn't allow them to have a life. And, um, oh, <laughs> yeah. And I think a, so many people feel that way. Yeah. And they don't understand why they become depressed, why they become anxious, sick, or even exhausted. Yeah. And I honestly feel from the bottom of my heart that it's just a way of getting you back on the track that is your life. Mm. And it seems like these horrible, cruel lessons and unfair and everything. And why would that happen to me? I have done this and this and this. But deep down, I feel like it's the soul wanting to guide you back mm. or forward, actually. Yes. To, to do stuff for you, to live your life for you. Yes. And it can look so different for any everyone. For some, it may be, you know, making clothes for others it's maybe having a garden it's their biggest dream maybe who knows traveling the world is another dream yeah it doesn't have to be specifically starting your own company no <laughs> some people are not meant to do that at all no that's the beautiful thing if we really really re listen to our own dreams and desires, we will see how incredibly different we all are. Mm. And then it makes a lot of sense that we're not all supposed to do the same. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like one thing that helps, because many people have asked us, like, how do you know what you dream of? How do you know what you want? How do I know what I'm supposed to do in life? And if we rewind back to ourselves as kids, we already started some companies. <laughs> We started like A&S clothing line and we did video blogs. Actually, we did makeup videos. We did makeup videos, tutorials. We were early. Yeah, we should before have YouTube existed. <laughs> we should have started then. And uh, I think YouTube existed, but not YouTubers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we started a channel at that mm. time. Exactly. If we, if we really didn't have so much, you know, cultural conditioning, I bet we would. Yeah. Because that's the thing, when we're kids, I think they say it's up to the age of around six. We're so open. We just live straight from our intuition. We don't have any like boundaries, rules. Um, we're not conditioned at all. And then we learn lots of stuff that make us act in different ways. And then we add on all of this to our personalities. And then that becomes our way of living. Mm. And then we have to strip it all off again to come back into the core. Yeah. But I think that a really, really good exercise, at least it, I have done this the past few years, is really, really not limiting ourselves. Yeah. Because when I uh, first thought of this radical broccoli idea, I was already working in the Norwegian Armed Forces and I had studied a lot of politics and it was all very serious, heavy. So I thought, okay... I can probably do this radical broccoli thing, but it has to be serious, heavy, and <laughs> scientific based. Scientific based. So I tried to make it as close to my reality as possible, but at the same time having one foot in a dream. And that's a nice bridge. It's a nice bridge, and it it was probably super good for me because I needed to trust what I was doing. Yeah. And, so uh, instead of taking the full jump, you could actually have one foot in each. Yeah. And then, you know, slowly but surely it was like, okay, but what if I don't have to do all that heavy stuff? Mm. What if I just want to take nice photos? What if actually 
it's really powerful to explain things in a simple way. Yeah. You know, and so and so it goes. Hmm. And I think a lot of times we have <laughs> my dog is like <laughs> making cozy noises. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sometimes we stand before a choice um and we're thinking, okay, but my dream is to be this, but I have to either do A, education, B, work there to get it. Mm. And I think it's a good exercise just to open up and feel like, okay, what if I took away those limits? Mm. What's there? You know, just yeah. start exploring and being curious and ooh, new ideas will come in and new people, you know, just yeah. open up those shields. And, and it, yeah, that's super helpful. Yeah. And it's scary at first because your ego is like, oh my God, no, I'm under attack. Because <laughs> your ego is always that limited self. It's like you have your higher self, which is the most expanded version of you, your soul, your your consciousness, just wanting to explore life basically and be really happy and feels like everything is easy. And then you have your ego, which is your protector role inside of you, which wants to make you small. It's want, it wants to make you actually feel scared so that you you will always feel safe um, in its view. <laughs> but it can kind of fool us. Mm. And so another exercise that I want to recommend is also when you stand before a choice, um, put yourself in the shoes of your higher self and see which direction it would choose. And it will surprise you and it will probably scare you and intimidate you a little bit as it has done with me. And I've done this so many times. Just for example, now when we are about to um, move and we are both getting our own apartments, there is always the choice between, let's say, something that is viewed as really practical and a good investment and blah, blah, blah. And then maybe I find some objects that are really off grid. Maybe it needs to be like refurbished or anything like that. And you don't really know if it's a good investment. But then I would have to put myself in, let's say, in my heart or in my higher self to really make that decision. And the thing about that practice is that every time you do it and you see the results and how you get so much support and like it's the, like the whole universe wants to cheer you on when you choose from your higher self. You start trusting that that is the best thing to do mm. instead of going with a protected role all the time. Mm. And sometimes we need to like do both or the other and then just start again. It's a con I feel like it's a practice. It's a muscle we need to train. Yeah. And it takes a lot of courage to follow your dreams. I can tell you so that. So much courage because often it's also going against what's culturally culturally right, what's accepted. Like maybe it's against what your family thinks. This is a really tough one mm. for many, many, many. It has been for us as well. Definitely. I mean, do you think our parents wanted us to just start a company without a plan after having five years of education and we were going into these careers? <laughs> and they were trying to protect us. And then they understood, okay, we have to let go. We have to let them do their thing. And then they saw how, how we managed. And then they understood that, oh, they have their own ways. <laughs> and you know, each generation is um, 
will take things a step further than the one above. It will challenge the, the generation above. We will challenge our parents and especially our grandparents. And they have lived in a different world. Of course, they see things differently. Of course, they feel like we have to um, work just like they did in an office from this and this hour to save enough money for the family. And they're doing it out of love. Mm. But we have to understand that the world is changing really rapidly. And as we have seen these past years, the way that we work and do our, let's say, the way that we put our creations and missions out to life is changing so fast. Yes. And we don't need a, even an office anymore. People can work from anywhere. <laughs> and that's one of the things that uh, COVID has shown us. Yes. But what do you do when you feel like your dreams are overwhelming or you're not really sure that it's your dream even? Maybe you... Yeah. How do we know ourselves better and trust that we can follow our dreams? Hmm... Yeah, sometimes I could pick up inspiration from someone that's doing something and then it kind of surprises me that I want to do it. Like I was, <laughs> the most recent example I can think of is I was watching um, some YouTubers who live in Bali and it looked really nice and comfortable and like to have a nice way of living. And during one day I was like, I'm moving to Bali. I'm going there. <laughs> This is my dream. And I really, really felt it. And I started looking at houses and stuff, and then it just disappeared really quickly. So then I knew, mm, that wasn't my dream. It was just a little piece of inspiration or some energy that I picked up for someone else. And I feel like my dreams, they will really stick. They will just be there and be there, and they won't go away until I pursue them. And I think the thing about our true dreams is that even when they seemingly fail, they will yeah. still be there. Yes, just like Radical Broccoli. Yes, because we have questioned, I mean, we have had a company for now three years, four years, three years. And it has been so challenging so many times where we have been just thinking, okay, this isn't flowing. Is it not supposed to? Yeah, this is not meant for us. Yeah. And um, we're doing it wrong. We're not meant to do this. Blah, blah, blah. So many things. And so we've taken maybe a weekend off. <laughs> that's not a lot, but that's what we did. And uh, <laughs> really tried to question, okay, let's say we would give it all up. Fine, okay. And then that feeling comes back, but this is my dream. And yeah. then it's it just, it's still there. We even quit once, completely. Yes, we did. We uh, absolutely tried to quit and push it away. <laughs> but it came crawling back. And you can read about this in the in our new book. Yes, the whole story, and it's it's actually a bit funny. <laughs> Now, yeah. <laughs> so dreams, I think they are really our guides, our guides, guidelines in life. Like our guides to our highest potential. Yeah, and I think it can be so simple as oh, I really love seeing photos of people horseback riding. I love the energy of horseback riding. I love horses. And then it's so easy as you, if you go and pursue that dream of going horseback riding, it will give you some some feeling or some something in your life that you just really, really need. Yeah. And that that's all. Yeah. And it will support you in all the other areas of your life. Mm. 
So it's the same if you've never surfed before and you just really have a dream of being a surfer, then I would say that's a quite a big hint to yeah. go surfing. <laughs> that was definitely my dream. Yeah. And something that I kept visualizing, visualizing, I want to live by the beach. I want to surf every day. I want to live by the beach. And I didn't give it up. And it was so fucking frustrating living in the city, far away from the beach. I knew I wasn't giving myself the life that I wanted until I finally did it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but back to the quantum field. So how that is such a big concept. How do we even start understanding it do you have any like beginner's tips Mm. hmm that's a good i good question um i feel like i might have started getting an interest through reading gabrielle bernstein's book about the universe has your back and then i kind of understood that whoa there's a whole universe out there and the whole universe is made of energy And our energy attracts similar energy and our thoughts attract things. And then I started listening to Abram Hicks and I started, I found Joe Dispenza and Joe Dispenza's books and meditation and especially his book, Becoming Supernatural. If you're into like really getting the the research behind, this book is incredible. And I've talked to many, many friends who have used his methods and his meditations. And it just, it's, it's incredible how it works. Mm. Um, do you want to add, add to the quantum field? <laughs> yes. I also want to add that um, a lot of, like, let's say you have a dream that you just, you visualize it and it, it, it will be yours. But on the road... <laughs> You have a lot of things you need to learn in order to get there. Yeah. And that's where the challenges uh, sort of come in. Yeah. That are not really challenges, but there are ways to help us grow. And often we need to relearn who we are before we can get to our dream. Yes. Definitely. And that's also important part of not giving up. So important. It's just that sometimes we need to be so upgraded and in order to have our dream. Yeah. (laughs) And as I talked about in the last podcast, I was just doing this course uh, called Access Your Quantum Life Information with with Billy, Billy Lufang. And we talked about exactly this, how we enter into life, how we sign our soul contracts and how we kind of sign people up for different challenges in life and what we want to learn. Mm. Um. So, for example, for me, one of the things that I definitely have signed up for in this incarnation is knowing that I'm good enough. I'm worthy. I am I'm entitled to my own opinions and I actually know best for myself. And every time I'm kind of going off track from that huge teaching, a challenge comes in. And it's pressing all my buttons. <laughs> And it's quite interesting when you see life in that way. Yeah. Then it doesn't become so... It's not scary. It's more like a game. Yeah. You don't become a victim. Yeah. It's more an opportunity. But it does does feel like shit. It's not like, oh, I love this opportunity. It still feels horrible. But you, you, you gain a different perspective because you know that it's for you, not against you. Yeah. Even yesterday I had... Um, 
<laughs> one of those days where all the lessons came served <laughs> at once. And then I get a little tired of it, but I just need to look at it differently. And we often help each other with that because you can see things that I can't see from your perspective and vice versa. And it's quite magical. Mm. But you didn't explain more about the quantum field. So how do, how, what, how are our dreams in there? How our dreams are in there? Yeah, like... I feel like we can we create we can create anything. So we visualize it and feel it, and then yeah, um, yeah. So this is where meditation and visualization comes in, and um, it has to do a lot with um, which state we can get into. Like, can we get into a state of our body being really calm and our brain waves being in a specific way, where we are kind of more connected and it changes the energy field around our body which is connected to the energy field of the whole universe because that's why they say you know we're all one we're all we're all love we're all one it's because we are all from the same source energy the same consciousness and then we kind of split into bits of pieces and we came into these bodies and we have these physical experiences but if we go back and remember that we came from this energy then we know that we can use that energy to create everything we want in life. And that's what I'm recently learning and applying. Ooh, I want to apply this. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Okay, so to sum up, can you give us an exercise or something that we can start doing this? Yeah, I would say, would you recommend starting with Joe Dispenza's meditations? Or is it too long? It's very, it's, it's 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's either way, I would say start with doing, you could do probably a guided meditation on YouTube or just put on some meditation music and just be still for at least, I would say 15 minutes mm -hmm. uh, between 15 and 45, because then you can really calm down and still down in your body. And then just close your eyes and try to visualize if someone asked you to see yourself where in the world you are most happy. What are you doing? What are you wearing? What are you eating? What's your environment? Who are you surrounded with? What are you going to do next? What, what are you occupied with? And just visualize yourself as that most happy, beautiful, expanded flourishing version of you and see where it takes you and that could be a pretty big hint to your dreams your dreams <laughs> the direction you can take your life into wow and write it all down because yes. sometimes this information that comes to us when we meditate it comes so quickly because the quantum field doesn't operate in the time linear time that we do it just it's really fast yeah nice Okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I have a question for you. Yes. What do you dream of right now? <laughs> right now I'm dreaming of building my own home. And I've visualized it for about a year. Exactly how I want it to look. And I'm go my challenge right now is a little bit... I don't know exactly where. And then I can feel that I'm having some trust issues that it will actually show up. 
Mm. And so I need to work out some things here. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, and also I'm procrastinating. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Mm, yeah, because that's one of the big things with the universe. You can visualize as much as you want, but you have to take action. Yeah. You have to set the energy in motion. Mm. So that's my mission. And who knows, maybe at the end of these seven episodes, seven weeks. Oh, I feel like we need to, because it's not like we're, we're there. No, we're just getting started. Absolutely. I feel like I just had this aha moment where I'm like, yes, this is true. Yeah. (laughs) And we're getting all these, this proof. Yeah. And one of the things that's really funny when you, when you start going towards your dreams or doing things that you feel inspired to do is you will see all these synchronicities. Yeah. All these uh, seemingly random things happening at once. Meeting someone in the street. Oh, I just talked about you or just thought about you. Someone calls or you see lots of numbers or you see maybe animals coming to you. There's really strange Or you have a big challenge coming. (laughs) Or that, yeah. (laughs) Because I feel like um, in order for me to really find a new home, I have to be able to let my grandmother's house go. Because we're selling it and it has been... We have moved a lot growing up. And so this house has been the one house that has always been there. So for me, it's kind of like a childhood home. And our grandmother passed away four weeks ago. And just have so many memories here. And I'm really, really sad about it. And I just realized that I'm really holding on to it so much. Yeah, me too. But that's just an illusion. Like it's... it's the ego protecting you, saying like, you can't have anything better than this. Yeah. So just hold on to this one. Yes. <laughs> and your higher self is like, oh, you wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my dream and my challenging challenges. My, yeah. Um, yeah. My things right now. What about you? I dream of also, of course, getting my own place. Um, but I don't feel so much resistance to it. I just feel like I'm not prioritizing it right now. Um, I also dream of becoming really good at surfing and actually doing it every day. And that I know I'm lacking action on that part. Just had a lot to do at work and it's always an excuse, you know, you can put in an excuse, but then, then it won't happen. I need to show up for myself and do it. And I dream... I dream, of course, of having huge success with Radical Broccoli, of us growing, expanding, of us being able to connect with people all over the world. And I dream about meeting my soulmates, having a family. There's so many things that I dream of. It makes me really excited about life, waking up in the morning, being just living and taking one step further towards everything that I dream of. Boom. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, we will be back in a week with a new episode. Let's promise each other um, one thing before that. Yes. We have to take action on these dreams within the next week, and we have to report back. Okay. And you guys listening, please do the same. You have one week to take a few steps towards what you dream of, and we will be here supporting you every single day. Yes. You can always reach us on Instagram at Radical Broccoli. We are quite good at responding to messages. Yes. Most of the time. Sometimes not. But Sometimes we, always, we log off. We always answer in the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. 
Okay, we'll report back in a yeah. week. Great. And um, I'm very excited for the next topics as well. Yes. We, um, it also builds on our book. And um, yeah, are we going to say what it's about or should we save it until next week? We can week? share it next week. Okay. I do want to share it now. We, up to you. Okay, we can share it now. So next okay. week, the topic is courage. Yes. Okay. An essential part of life. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to share your comments and feedback also on iTunes and rate the podcast. And any feedback is welcome. This podcast is for you. By us. And we are sending you so much love um, and big hugs from Portugal. Bye. Moderne media. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.